Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Red Robin is bringing the heat with its limited-time summer heat wave menu. Put some sizzle into your summer with the new Scorpion Gourmet Burger with pepper jack and jalapeno coins. Or share some scorpion wings drizzled in scorpion pepper sauce and Whiskey River barbecue. And cool off with a refreshing pineapple chili margarita. If spicy isn't your thing, Red Robin has more than 25 gourmet burgers with free refills of bottomless fries on the side. Red Robin's summer heat wave is awesome. On all summer long, but hurry in. It's only for a limited time. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Travis Cronin. You're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my two amazing co-hosts, the woman who's sitting front row at Fashion Week, Gwen Flamberg. I mean, the fact that I've taken time out of my busy Fashion Week schedule to hang out with you guys is pretty amazing. Happy to be here. Blessed and highly favored. Thank you for honoring us, Glenn. And the woman who I would absolutely give my final rose to, Sarah Huron. I was going to say, I am leaving New York on Fashion Week to go to Ohio to go to a football game. So difference between Glenn and I. (laughs) Very on brand for all of us. Well, let us, today we have secret pregnancies, misleading pregnancies, A-list movie pregnancies, Housewives throwing shade and an Airbnb table that will never be the same again. But before we talk about these possibly pending lawsuits and cleanup operations, let's start with our woe of the week. The stories that made me and my co-hosts just be aghast, gag, if you will. Gwen Flamberg, kick us off and tell us what made you go woe this week. Did you guys see that Cindy Crawford recreated her 1992 Pepsi commercial? No. Oh, my God, you guys. So, you know, Cindy did this commercial in 1992. She recreated it just for fun, but actually for charity. Um, And she looks exactly the same. So I highly recommend checking out this video. You know where you can see it on usmagazine.com slash stylish but there is cindy in the same little white tank top daisy dukes denim shorts exactly voluminous fabulous cindy crawford hair she has not aged you guys she's 55 years old now and she looks exactly the same 
I remember definitely questioning my sexuality when I saw that as a child. She was just so beautiful. I was like, oh my God, my Barbies have come to life and their hair has even <laughs> more volume. Sarah Huron, what made you just go aghast, put your eyelashes to your face and just bulge? What's going on? I mean, honestly, so many of the stories we're going to talk about this week um, made me go, whoa. I don't know if you guys saw Olivia Jade's official Dancing with the Stars announcement. That made me go, whoa. She's on GMA with Matt James, with the whole squad. I really can't believe she's actually going to be on primetime television. Um, but if you know me at all, you know that Bachelor Nation had a wild week. We were rocked by Piper and Brandon, Brendan scandal on Bachelor in Paradise, full on admitting that they were on the beach um, to get fame. They were caught on a by the mic, talking about their followers, exchanging their follower count. Um, and they dated pre-show, pretended they didn't, used poor Natasha. So Brendan <laughs> would stay on the beach until Piper walked down, again, using poor Natasha. But the best part of it, the woe part of it is that Piper name dropped us weekly while discussing her follower account, revealing it. <laughs> 10k on Instagram after we posted about them dating in July. So of course that you know made me rewind several times to hear the Us Weekly mention on Bachelor in Paradise. Unfortunately, um, I'm not Team Piper and Brendan, and they have lost um, hundreds of thousands of followers between the two of them. And Natasha has gained over 20k, 200k. Um, and I watched the live feed, so it's been it's been quite the journey for for BIP. Wow. I love an Us Weekly name drop in popular culture. It just gives me all the tingles in all the right ways. Wait, but you're telling me that someone went on Bachelor in Paradise only for notoriety and fame? I won't believe it, Sarah. That's just, it's too much. It's shocking. I know. But the most shocking part is that ABC aired the conversation. Like, obviously, that's what these people are always talking about, but they did not care. And they broke that fourth wall. And you know, that gets me going. Oh my God. I love that. I can't believe they lost so many followers after that. That is surprising and sort of an amazing little like fourth wall taking the L. Totally. <laughs> Crazy. Well, let us dive into some of these others. We got a very whoa heavy news week. <laughs> uh, Kylie Jenner confirmed Us Weekly, just dropped at Us Weekly's news that yes, she is pregnant with baby number two. She gave all of us a first in-person look at her baby bump when she was photographed outside of Carbone in New York, the best restaurant in the world. Try the sp spicy rigatoni. Gwen can attest. <laughs> but Travis, she wore all white. Would you risk wearing all white when you would eat when you're eating that rigatoni? Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, at least she's not eating a burrito. You know, I I could probably maybe do a rigatoni, just not a burrito. But the all white did scare me at Italian restaurants. Scared me a little bit. Yeah. And she tagged Travis Scott. So confirmed that the father of her other child is the baby. And of course, Us Weekly confirmed this, you know, last week. You guys were the first to know. It got the inside scoop. But she posted a video, a 90-second clip. They showed Kylie and Travis getting the pregnancy test results, sharing their announcement with her mom, Kris Jenner, attending a doctor appointment um, with Stormy Webster. And we have heard that Stormy is already, a source tells us, very excited to be a Big sister. She sort of understands that there's a baby in there. You know how it is when babies are like two or three and they're like, baby and belly? <laughs> My sister? So yes, but so for what she knows, she's very excited. She's always wanting to touch Kylie's stomach and Travis is, of course, thrilled. Now, Gwen, I know you were shocked that someone would wear all white to a delicious Italian restaurant, but did anything else about this stand out to you? Well, I loved so much that video when Kris Jenner says, Stormy, we're having a baby. And, you know, it's like, 
have the opinions that you will about the Kardashians, but you know, a, a baby coming is just great news. What I really want to know is like, are these two together in life or are they only together like before, like right before and right after they have a baby? Because it seems like, you know, they're not always together. So I just really want to know. That's such a good question, Gwen. I have the same Well, one. Gwen, it's, yeah, I can answer a little bit from a Kardashian source that we've heard. We've run this information before. So the source is sort of wishy-washy on it. Yes, they are together, but yes, they're free to live their own lives. It's not really sure whether live their own lives means be romantic with other people or whether it just means that they're traveling busy celebrities who are all over the place and they're together when they're together. But Gwen, I think you hit the nail on the head that right when there's a pregnancy or a baby coming, they're together all the time. And then as soon as that baby's like four or five months, Travis Scott is on the road. Kylie is just hanging with her friends and they are not together. Sarah Huron, what do you think of the Travis Scott, Kylie Jenner relationship? Is it just just weird enough to be in Hollywood or is it taking a step too far? No, I think it's just weird enough to be in Hollywood. And I also think Kylie has watched her older sisters navigate some pretty tumultuous relationships and she doesn't want to, you know, end up in a Chloe situation. So maybe to protect herself, they, you know, set some boundaries. Um, I would love a season two of Life of Kylie to maybe explore <laughs> this. I don't think it's going to happen since they're on Hulu now. Um, but either way, I'm just so happy she's opening up about the pregnancy this time. We've known Kylie's pregnant for a while, um, you know, had to triple confirm it and all that, which we did. Now she's posting about it. We're going to see a baby bump. And I'm excited to see Kylie pregnant because the first time, obviously, she kept it very under wraps. Yeah. And we heard from a source about, you know, a month and a half ago that she was about two or three months along. So this could be four or five months into the pregnancy this baby is cooking she is she or he is you know already like little baby size and that bump <laughs> absolutely like proves it and hopefully we will see her at what well, we're going to definitely see her at fashion week and the vmas and the met gala bumping all over the place very excited for that i know y'all will be writing a lot of stories pegged to her debuting baby bump shows off baby bump flaunts oh. baby bump all baby cradles bump. baby bump megan markle style oh yeah. i'm really excited that we can now <laughs> have a Kylie baby number two bump gallery because we never could show what she looked like before pregnant. And I just can't wait to see her fashion because her bump style is going to be amazing. And little Stormy, I'm so happy for Stormy. She has a Birkin bag. She has her own brand. She has a yellow school bus. And now she's going to have a sister or brother. Totally. I'm psyched for her. <laughs> she has a bus ride, school, yellow school bus riding companion. So happy for Stormy and all of the Weber Jenner family. Now let's move on to a pregnancy announcement announcement that rubs me the wrong way. I love babies. I love growing families. But one thing I am sketchy of is Olivia Munn. So Olivia Munn and John Mulaney have announced that they are pregnant. But, you know, not everyone is sort of buying into what we're hearing from sources close to them of how how it happened. Now, John Mulaney, who is now sober, um, made a big deal about falling for Olivia in the spring right after leaving a stint in rehab for cocaine and alcohol abuse. So he said that he plummeted into a, quote, intense spiral of addiction and spent several months in rehab in 2020 um, in his most recent two-month stay in February. He's been a couple times. And in February, he asked his wife, nearly seven years, Anna Marie Tendler, for a divorce. 
years. Now, John Mulaney was on Seth Meyers on his late night show and said, I went to rehab in September. I got in October and moved out of my home with my ex-wife. Then in the spring, I went to L.A. and met and started to date a wonderful woman named Olivia. Now, sources who know his ex-wife um confirmed that he had actually asked her for a divorce in February and not after leaving his September, October rehab stint. So that is a really big time gap to not fill in. An insider um, told us that um, it was BS and Twitter immediately called out Olivia and John about the way that they met at a church, question mark. They didn't mean a church because there were photos of them all over and knowing them for years and none of them were at a church. <laughs> so what do you guys like think of all of this. The baby announcement sketchy when he left his wife was sketchy. The timing just not work out. The math doesn't add up. Sarah Huron, tell us about it. No, I mean, it doesn't. And I feel really bad for John Mulaney's um, soon to be ex-wife. She's been trending all over the place. So I think a lot of people feel bad for her. I mean, some of these Seth Meyer quotes are like, just a little much quote, Olivia and this baby have saved me from myself in the early journey out of recovery. Um, he's just like gushing about her. And there are quotes that Olivia had about how she's been obsessed with John Mulaney since 2015. You know, yeah. she talked about how they were at a wedding together. Um, do you and your fiance want to go get dinner? She tried to email him like Olivia Munn's got a little bit of a sketchy romantic dating history. Um, you know, <laughs> she's been involved with some other dudes who maybe had other people in their lives. And, I feel bad for John Mulaney's ex-wife. And I just, you know, she looks pretty pregnant in the bump photos that came out. So the timeline's a little sketch. The whole thing's a little sketch. Makes me a little uneasy. Um, you know, happy for them, I guess. But also just like justice <laughs> for Anna. Is that her name? Yes, Anna her Maria name's her, Anna Maria Tendlin. Um, I So, Sarah, and I love how <laughs> you are so focused on all of the celebrity drama and gossip. So why don't you tell us what is the truth? When do you think they got together? When do you think they conceived? What oh is your thought? I just say winter or spring. You know, we're not well, mathematicians here. Hopefully we'll find out based on, you know, when we, if we can find out when the kid is born. You know, there's this whole thing about like nine months prior um, to it's, really, it's actually really 10 months, Sarah. Yeah. This oh, is right. how young you are. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Um, you know, I would think that maybe in, you know, the spring they were solidified and maybe before that they were chatting. All right. Chatting an and maybe incubating. Thing. Gwen, what do you think? So as I have said on this very podcast before, I ship these two but I agree. I, I'm just, I'm very torn. Have they had a long, long relationship? Like, you know, has it been kind of backburnered for many years, kind of sporadic? And then when he decided he was going to split from his wife, it went heavy. Maybe that was the reason why he split from his wife. We don't know. Or did they start hanging out? She got pregnant really quickly. And that is what snowballed their relationship. And those quotes on Seth Meyers felt to me a little bit like your publicist wrote this and or like wink twice if she's holding you captive. <laughs> like I, I, there's a lot of mystery here. I still like those two together. I know I, I your feelings for Olivia Munn are justified, Sarah. However, I think that Olivia Munn is a smart, interesting, not just a pretty face and slamming yeah. body 
lady in Hollywood. I'm interested to see what happens. It does appear that she's like six, seven months pregnant. So she looks mm. pretty pregnant. She yeah. looks For someone who's pregnant. never had a kid before. I know when you have your second kid, you pop allegedly a little early. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, this is her first child at 41, I think. So I guess like good for her. Yeah. Totally good and, for her. And they they seem to me to be a bit of a match. We'll see. Uh, we will see. <clears throat> we will see. And I, Gwen, I agree that she is such a smart woman, but I think she uses sort of her powers for evil a little bit. When she got all those injectables, allegedly, <laughs> clearly anyone could see it and said it was for Japanese sweet potatoes. You I love just that. feel well, well, totally. I just, we uh, love it. And by the way, I eat Japanese sweet potatoes like they're going out of style now. I buy them wherever I can find them. Well, I interviewed a plastic surgeon about it and you need to eat about 600 a month <laughs> to see any type of collagen. So mash them up into a smoothie or something. <laughs> Let us move on to a person who we do not have to hate on because everyone loves her and we're rooting for her, Miss Britney Spears. Her dad has, we know, we have gone talked about this ad nauseum, but we have a real update that is a little easier to grasp onto for those of us who haven't been to law school. Her dad has filed to end his role in Britney's conservatorship. He did this on Tuesday and he filed a petition to end the agreement. So in this court filing obtained by us, hey, he cited his daughter's pleas and two separate court hearings over the summer in his request to terminate his 13 year conservatorship. A quote from the filing, recent events related to this conservatorship have also called into question whether circumstances have changed to such an extent that grounds for an establishment of a conservatorship may no longer exist. That sort of means maybe Brittany is okay on her own and I can stop stealing her money is how I interpret it. Brittany has told the court that she wants control of her life back. She doesn't want the safety rails of a conservative. She wants to be making her own decisions on her medical care, how often to go to therapy, you know, just things you do in life. The attorney for Britney Spears, we love this guy, Matthew Rosengart, he said, this filing represents another legal victory for Britney Spears, a massive one, as well as vindication for Miss Spears. It appears that Mr. Spears believes he can try to avoid accountability and justice, including sitting, sitting for a sworn deposition answering other discovery under oath. Now, so what this sort of means is that he is giving up. He is finally throwing his hat in the ring, hopefully stepping down, letting Britney control her life. And this is all so we won't have to avoid answering for all of the terrible things he's done to her and all of the manipulation. Sarah Huron, did you just jump for joy when you read this, that it's finally over? Are you still trepidatious because we've heard things like this before? How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's over quite yet, Um, but any step in the right direction is obviously huge. And I think that it just shows how much Britney's previous lawyers were not doing what they were supposed to be doing and did not have her best interest at heart because this guy has made moves very quickly. And it's very exciting for Britney fans. And Jamie just needs to back away with any dignity he has left, which isn't much. Yeah, I want to get this lawyer on a T-shirt. I am so happy for what he's done in the legal filings. Gwen Flamberg, do you think that this could finally be the free Britney that 
fans and all of us have been calling for for two years now. I think we've been really calling for it, but really 13 years. It's definitely one step closer. It makes me a little nervous because of this quick exit, because it seemed to kind of come come out of nowhere, even though as Sarah definitely explains, it has to do with the new attorneys. But it's, you know, I just... I really want Brittany to be free and to thrive and to have her her justice to have an act too that for her will feel really great. So I'm I'm just I was elated when I got that news alert. <laughs> Me too. Well, we pray for Brittany. We hope you can decide to get pregnant, drive in your car with your boyfriend, live your best life and hit <laughs> us with an album whenever you're ready. Red Robin is bringing the heat with its limited-time summer heatwave menu. Put some sizzle into your summer with the new Scorpion Gourmet Burger with pepper jack and jalapeno coins. Or share some scorpion wings drizzled in scorpion pepper sauce and Whiskey River barbecue. And cool off with a refreshing pineapple chili margarita. If spicy isn't your thing, Red Robin has more than 25 gourmet burgers with free refills of bottomless fries on the side. Red Robin's summer heatwave is on. All summer long, but hurry in. It's only for a limited time. Well, now let's move on to uh, some people that I can't even really keep track of because they are so messy, but I know Sarah Huron does. We are talking about Jay Cutler, Jana Kramer, and Michael, oh, and Jana Kramer. Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari and Chase Rice, this foursome, are they in real relationships? Is this all for jealousy? Sarah, tell us, first of all, what the hell is going on? Oh my God, Travis, I'm so glad you asked. I have been (laughs) itching to talk about this all week. It's one of the only things I truly can talk about. Quick backstory, of course, Jana Kramer broke up Michael Michael Cawson earlier this year, already finalized the divorce. She fast-tracked that ish because of his infidelity, got her last name back. She spotted out on a date with Jay Cutler, Kristen Cavallari's estranged husband. Those two split over a year ago, still have not finalized their divorce. All a bunch of people who run in the same Nashville crowd. Now, the same day that Kristen Cavallari was linked to Chase Rice, who we have, you know, acknowledged last week on the show, they have a lot in common, maybe their stance on the coronavirus, have been hanging out. (laughs) So as Kristen's out here making news with this country singer, up and coming country singer, Jay all of a sudden is out with Jana. And one source close to Kristen told us that Jay was trying to make Kristen jealous, but Kristen has told friends it's not going to work. It's not a coincidence that Jay decided to go public with Jana right after news broke that Kristen and Chase are dating. Now, the one thing that I will say is I don't know if they really went public. It was like leaked to a gossip um, cocktails and gossip Instagrams account. And then every all the news sites picked it up. But Um, The source said that Kristen's been helping Jana through her divorce. They have the same divorce lawyer. And now everyone realizes that Kristen may have blocked Jana on Instagram. Quote, she wouldn't have blocked her if they weren't good friends. Jana is the complete opposite of Jay's ideal girl. She puts her kids on social media. She shares a lot of her personal life. That's underestimating everything with her fans. (laughs) And she's just not the typical girl Jay would date. So now Kristen and Jana, as a fact, have known each other since at least 2009 because they were both in, you know, the critically acclaimed film Spring Breakdown. And (laughs) they have posted with each other on Instagram. They've supported each other's projects. And sources close to Kristen have said that they are friends. Um, Sources close to Jana, meanwhile, are saying that they are not friends. They've only met a few times in person at events for work. They've supported each other's (laughs) projects here and there, but their kids have never met. Interesting because recently, before this even happened, we caught up with Kristen Cavallari at an Uncommon James event at the end of August, and she told us, quote, I see Jana because we're both in Nashville. We don't even have to do Zooms. We get to hang out. So it's so messy. I 
think that what this- is the truth? Is this a real relationship? Is are Jana and Jay's publicist setting them up for dinner? Does she want to take her new breasts on a test drive? I mean, what listen, do you think? listen, Jay Cutler, you know, obviously for like dudes, he's like big NFL quarterback, Jay Cutler, like so funny, whatever on the internet. But for, you know, anyone who watched Barry Cavallari and has followed their divorce, this is the guy who went on dates with Madison LaCroix because Kristen Cavallari was hanging out allegedly platonically with Austin Kroll. He yeah. went out with a Bravo celebrity too, because Kristen did. So I think as much as Jana's the thirsty one out here, this could be the mastermind of Jay Cutler trying to make <laughs> Kristen jealous. And the fact that they're fighting over whether they were friends, like just give me this reality show right now. I need cameras. It yes. Takes back to when Kristen was on this, the Hills when Elsie left and she was like, you messed with the wrong girl yelling at Audrina. Like I need her to yell that at Jana Kramer. I don't <laughs> think Jana could take it. She's like canceling some press. Like this is like messy stuff. And uh, now I need Jay and Jana to like be like holding hands with like a grainy photo or like have like her, her daughter <laughs> accidentally film them on Instagram live or something like give me more squad. Give me more. I love it. Oh my God. Gwen, do you think this is a good tool to make an ex jealous or do you think this is all the wrong reasons? Do you think love can bloom out of two people trying to make someone jealous? I don't think that love can bloom out of making two people jealous, but I do think that you can get a lot, a lot, a lot of attention. And that is what's happening here. And poor Jana Kramer, like sometimes I just worry about her sanity, you know? Yeah. Two more, two quick notes that I have to just point out. One, Jay just <laughs> launched a podcast. So if he's looking for headlines for his podcast, he met the right girl. If he, if him and Jana Kramer are going to, I mean, those two could make some waves for podcast one um, or wherever their podcasts uh, are listen, you can listen to them. Um, but also with the Stephen Coletti of it all, I need Stephen Coletti, Kristen's teenage Laguna beach boyfriend to weigh in because he was Jana's love interest on one tree Hill and they're all still friends. And if Stephen Coletti, you know, wants to get involved in the drama, I welcome it. And again, just get me some reality cameras. Like very Cavalier was a horrible show, but I've never needed it back more. <laughs> wow. I did not know that Stephen Coletti was wrapped up in this. And Sarah Huron, I think we found your calling. I don't know As if he's wrapped up in it or if I producer. dragged him into it. I don't think he's wrapped up into it. I think I dragged him into it. But thank you for saying I could produce reality television. Travis. You absolutely could. You are totally. blessing this mess. You are. That is fantastic. Cast them all. Sarah is executive producer. Um, well, two more celebrities that I'd like to throw in the ring for this messy reality show, even though though they're not Nashville-based, Amelia Gray and Scott Disick. The love that we thought would last at least eight months has lasted for nine. We are going to <laughs> applaud that. A source told us that Amelia Gray broke up with Scott over this past weekend. A source told us um, that Scott agreed and that he feels he needs to be single right now. They have a lot of fun together, but it was never going to be a long-term relationship. Um, another source adds, Amelia is done with Scott for now. She wants to be strong and move on. She has had enough of it. Her friends are all rallying around her, supporting her, yada, yada, yada. Um, we also heard from a source that he wanted her to sort of start looking like a Kardashian and that that was like a strange thing. I got the okay from all the people to say that on this podcast, just not write it down, <laughs> um, which I thought was <laughs> a little bit of a strange thing. And while one source told us that this had nothing to do with Eunice, Courtney Kardashian's leaking Scott's text messages, trashing her PDA with her now soon to be fiance, Travis Barker, um, that it had nothing to do with that. But another source told us that um, it irked her and it bothered her and it led to the end of their relationship. 
now uh, Amelia Gray has already been hitting the runway shows. She closed a show that Gwen was at, you know, yesterday. She looks amazing. This is her time to shine. Gwen Flamberg, what do you think about this relationship ending? Are you sad? Are you holding a candle for them? Were there tears? There were absolutely no tears except for tears of joy because she is way too young for him. (laughs) And, you know, her father is like a great, great, great guy. Like she should have a better male role model. You know, she has a fantastic male role model. She should be dating men that are a little bit more like her father, Harry Hamlin and her parents relationship. And, you know, She's getting in the beauty game. Do you guys know that she and her sister have capsule collections for mom, Lisa Rinna's lip kit brand? Rinna Beauty. I sure do. Go to usmagazine.com slash stylish and read all about it. And this is this is the real winner here is of course Lisa Rinna. Yes. Of course. I mean, I I think Lisa Rinna loves to be talked about in the media and the press. This is giving her a hot thing. And she's loved to talk out about how she didn't think that the relationship was the right thing. Now, I do find the timing right before Fashion Week when Amelia is kind of like trying to make a name for herself. Very interesting. I would say that, Gwen, except for the Eunice of it all, Mm. because there's no way that that didn't like annoy her. Like, clearly, he's still hung up on Courtney. Scott will always be hung up on Courtney. And I think his lady loves have to accept that. And then it gets to the point where they can't anymore. Sophia Richie somehow made it three years. Olivia, I mean, um, Amelia made it eight, nine months. Um, But the Lisa Renna of it all is my favorite part as well. She's (laughs) commenting smiley face emojis on Us Weekly's breaking of the news. Like, love that. Us Weekly had a great week in the media, first of all. Um, um, She's commenting smiling emojis. She's posting pictures of Harry Styles after she said on The Real Houses of Beverly Hills that she wishes Amelia could be dating Harry Styles (laughs) instead of Scott Disick and straight up just posting pictures of Harry Styles. I mean, Lisa Renna is nothing she's not subtle at all. She's the opposite of subtle. Um, and a source also told us that it had the breakup had to do a lot with how her mom felt because she was never a fan, um, with a source saying that their relationship was, you know, a little toxic and Olivia pulled the plug. <sighs> yes. Olivia, Amelia. Why don't you want Amelia, Olivia? I don't know because you want to kick Olivia Wilde out so she can start dating Harry Styles. Oh, maybe. Freudian slip. Maybe who should Amelia date next? You know, anyone that's not Scott Disick is my answer, Um, but I will be looking for her at every super attending a bunch of the same fashion week parties. I will be looking to see who she's canoodling with, who she's being set up with. Maybe like a Cody Simpson maybe is like available. Why do you always want people to date Cody Simpson? Well, I just think of him because he's such a staple at New York Fashion Week and I just think he's really cute. So I think... I think he's a good guy. So Amelia and Cody, I'm putting it out there into the universe. Have you guys ever walked into a hotel or an Airbnb and thought, you know, what has happened here? Will, you know, has this place seen things if these walls could talk? And now in our Red Robin spiciest moment of the week, we have answers. These walls are talking through Megan Fox's Instagram. She posted a picture of herself in an Airbnb that her and her love, Machine Gun Kelly, stayed at and said, when I tell you the table at this Airbnb saw some things, sweating red faced emoji. Uh, and then, you know, her boyfriend commented underneath, and his real name is Colson Baker, by the way. Fun fact. He says, I'm really glad that's not our table anymore, <laughs> which I, I don't know. I don't know how I revert to it. So I'm going to tell you some of the comments that I saw that I liked it. 
And they said, never thought I'd dream of being a table, but here we are, wrote Sarah here on Possibly. Um, (laughs) And then another one said, the things I do to be that table. Um, I know these are a little raunchy, but then someone finally commented something appropriate. It was like the apartment odor reading this is like eyes emoji. Now, this isn't the only Red Robin spiciest moment of the week for Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, because Sarah Huron, what happened at the VMAs? dress rehearsal sound check yesterday i mean apparently allegedly megan fox was rocking some new bling that is sparking some speculation about these two good to note she is still technically legally married to brian austin green and i just find this whole thing it's just so funny to think about how they are joking about you know banging on people at their airbnb while brian austin green is on gma promoting his stint on dancing with the stars with sharna like just two (laughs) different spectrums right now for these for these for these two you know Yes. Gwen Flamberg, would you be happy that these twin flames are going to become one fire if this engagement is true? (laughs) I would actually be very happy because they confuse me. I'm constantly confused. So this would add some synergy. (laughs) Great. I would love that too. Sarah Huron, I know you're excited to cover the wedding if it happens. Absolutely black wedding dress. Um, I have no idea what Machine Gun Kelly would wear. I think they would probably just both light themselves on fire mm. and like a prop thing at the altar, release some ravens and crows. There'd be blood for sure, like blood, bloody Valentine, like blood uh, maybe hanging from the ceiling of their own blood, like mixed together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. or That make, could be their favor. Like- Oh, blood in vials for all the guests. Totally. Their blood together. Oh my God. I was thinking of like my uh, crazy rich Asians when she walks mm. down that like water aisle, but it was blood oh. for them. Oh. I think they could like do with that too. A lot of blood would be needed. Yeah, but I can see it. They should start stocking up now. (laughs) (laughs) They should start talking now. Well, if Bravo fans wanted blood, we got a little bit of it in the new clip released from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season two. I know Sarah here and I have been waiting on pins and needles for this season to drop because the drama is going to be amazing. (laughs) So we saw the moment that federal agents came to arrest Jen Shaw, star of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, That was back in March and it was all caught on camera for the show, which we had heard at the time. Now, just in case you need a little refresher, Jen Shaw has been accused of running a multi-state telemarketing scheme um, and can be seen revealing to her fellow cast members in this clip as they board the bus that her life just took a troubled turn. She says, I have some bad news, she tells Heather. I got a phone call and I need to go. Now, the teaser for the upcoming season premiere then cuts to footage of federal agents showing up at Shaw's house to take her into custody. Later on, we see housewife Lisa Barlow talking about these developments and cast members with Whitney and Jenny and all of them. And she says, how did they know she was here? Somebody would have had to told them that she was here. And I just can't wait. Sarah Huron, was this enough for you? Do you need more? Are you satiated? Well, Travis, I have seen the entire premiere, not to brag. <gasps> Ooh, nice. Give us even more of a teaser. It's really good. I mean, I will say, I think the highlight is honestly the first two minutes because they obviously flash flash 
backwards after that to see the thing. But there's a few other nuggets with Jen Shaw specifically that'll make you like, it's one of those things like hindsight, like, oh my God, I can't believe she just said that now knowing what's to come and stuff. Like it's just like your gets your like heart racing. Um, and there's a lot of other stuff being set up too between the other women. So you got to love that on a housewives. Cause you know, as much as I'm loving the season of Beverly Hills, it's also fun when you see like Garcelle fighting with Dorit about something else outside of Erica. Like you need like B stories too. Yeah. And Salt Lake is setting that up really well. There's a lot of drama with the women and the Jen Shaw of it all is insane. Um, I'm so happy that Us Weekly's report of how it went down was scarily accurate um, about like 12 minutes after she left. The helicopters came in, the women freaking out. And I mean, Jen Shaw is just delusional. I mean, out here making her tagline, the only thing I'm guilty of is being amazing. Like it's <laughs> insane. And I feel horrible for all the people who she robs, but also like the delusion between her, like between her and Erica, like it's just insane. These women like just live on another planet. And like, I wish that they didn't have like other people didn't get hurt for uh, but like if as far as entertainment value goes it's like unparalleled Gwen Flamer could this uh actually turn you on to watch the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City as a truly invested fan I actually thought about it Trav so it made <laughs> me think about it so we're one step closer maybe I will I, there is a really interesting bravo narcissism bravo like we have to come up with a word for this Sarah because I do think mm. that there is a very specific psychographic to be a real housewife and being delusional and possibly self-aware. It completely yeah. like just turning a blind eye to Ponzi scheme or like, you know, not paying federal taxes. Like, I, I don't know. Like there's just, you have to be capable of such things to be a real housewife. A hundred percent. You know, either that or just like creating a really great, you know, diet cocktail. that'll work too 120 million dollars well that'll get you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well this was almost too much news for me do you know what it's time for it's time for celebrity birthday boxing mania yeah, 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 yeah. Echo FX. My favorite time. <laughs> Me too. We have some real good A-listers in the running who have birthdays this week. Apparently, this week births a lot of super famous people. Mm-hmm. First round, Gwen Flamberg going mm-hmm. to you. Yes. Keanu Reeves, 57 this week. Looks incredible, by the way, mm-hmm. over 57. Yes, true. And Zendaya, 25 oh. years old, are in the ring together. I mean, this is a really tough match, Travis, because Zendaya is probably the greatest actress in her age group, right? She, as far as I'm concerned, looks the best in anything that she wears of every celebrity of any age. I mean, this girl, did you see her looks in Venice? Like she's the naked dress yes. to die for. Like everything she Thank wears you, is Law fantastic. Roach. Law Roach has just done amazing things with her. Normal thinking would dictate that Zendaya would take this match because she's so hot right now. But she's 25 and she's got a lot of matches to win in her life. For Keanu Reeves, I think that Zendaya would just bow down and lose the match because Keanu Reeves is like forever fabulous and there's nobody quite like Keanu Reeves. And just looking at a gallery of things Keanu Reeves has has worn or done in his life 
gives me life. So Keanu you Reeves takes it. You mean it. that one blazer he's worn for 20 years? That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right, Trav. Yes. Yeah. He has worn that same blazer for 20 years and it's sort of iconic that this is the exact same one he's worn it to like every premiere. All right. Next bout, Sarah Heron, we have Beyonce celebrating her 40th birthday this week. Hey. Versus um, Charlie Sheen, who is 56 this week. <laughs> Um, are you kidding me? I sure am not. <laughs> I don't think Charlie Sheen has a chance against Beyonce for many reasons. Um, and I hope that Denise Richards would be there to cheer Beyonce on. Oh, absolutely. She would. And mm-hmm, her hunky mm-hmm. um, magic scientist new husband, I miss Aaron. Them. I do too. I do too. Maybe it'll be his birthday soon and we can throw him in the ring and throw him a bone. All right. When second to last match, we have Cameron Diaz, who is 49 this week versus Leah Michelle, who is 35 this week. I mean, Leah Michelle would back out of the ring over embarrassment for her past poor behavior. And also Cameron Diaz, like I've seen Charlie Angel. She does some of those own stunts herself. Cameron Diaz would totally take it. Didn't we put Cameron Diaz in last week? Because I also brought up Charlie's Angels. Or was it a different angel? She was a different angel. Oh, okay. That I was thought a I brought angel. up the, the organic wine. So I think you might be right, Sarah. But yeah. it's okay. Oh, Cameron Diaz right. is Definitely. so cool. She can she's be in She's back twice. in the ring. She's back <laughs> in the ring. She's back in the ring. She couldn't stay away. The money was too good. All right, Sarah. Well, returning champion Cameron Diaz, 49 years old, is back. Beyonce, the sexy newcomer, 40 years old, versus the blazer himself, Keanu Reeves, 57 years old. You know, I'm just going to give it to Beyonce. 40 is a big birthday. Um, I know she takes great care of herself. And um, I really think in my heart of hearts, Cameron would win again. But to to keep everyone on their toes, I'm going to give it to Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Beyonce always wins. She is the queen. That is the correct answer. Congratulations to Beyonce for stomping all over those celebrities and taking your 40th birthday crown. Good job. And thank you to my hosts, Sarah and Gwen, for helping me spill all of this amazing fun news piping hot this week, celebrity. Again, this is Travis Cronin, Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion, theme of your favorite celebrities. After all, they're They're just just like... Oh, yes. Yes. Wow, theatrical. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>